Welcome back. I hope you rested up during our break because we are going to jump right in with an action-packed episode. First, we're going to take a look at question number three, and then we're going to explore the story of Special Agent G and how they faced not one, but two life-threatening incidents. We're going to take a look at all that and more on this episode of the True Sleuth Podcast. Detectives, tiptoe, look high, look low, reach out, don't shout, look out and find, we search for the clues, God gives us the truth, because he loves me, because he loves you, detectives. You're listening to episode 005 of the True Sleuth Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Forrest, joined as always by my sophisticated co-host, Miss Karen. Hey, guys. We're coming to you live from the top of the towering True Sleuth headquarters. Looking down from way up here, I can see it's time for us to learn a new big question. This week, we'll be searching for the answer to question number three. And that question is, how many persons are there in God? And the answer is, there are three persons in one God. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Wait, wait, wait a second. Are you telling me that this week's question is, how many persons are there in God? And the answer is, there are three persons in one God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, yeah, that's right. Wow. This mission is going to be a doozy. Most adults don't understand this question and answer. How in the world are our truth flutes supposed to figure this one out? Well, let's start off with the basics. First, we need to know that the one true God is so great that we can't possibly understand everything about him. So that's why it's so important for us to know that the Bible is true and that we can trust what it says, even if we maybe can't wrap our minds around it. Yeah, and this one God in three persons thing is definitely one of those times. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Uh, The Bible tells us that there is only one true God, and that God is in three persons, and that each person is fully God. So God the Father is fully God. God the Son is fully God. And God the Holy Spirit, yep, fully God. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all fully God. They are all different, and yet they are all one. And even though we don't understand how it all works, we know it's true Because God told us it's true in his autobiography, the Bible. Well, now that that's clear as mud, I'm very glad I know that I can trust and love God, even though there are some things about him I just don't understand. I think we should take a look at our Bible verse and see what it tells us about God being one God in three persons. That's a great idea. Remember, all of our big questions and answers are based on the Bible. That's our source of truth in all areas of life. So in this mission, 
we're all going to be learning the same verse. It's found in the book of 2 Corinthians. And it's 2 Corinthians 13, 14. And it says, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. 2 Corinthians 13, 14. That's such a good verse. It tells us a little bit about each person of our one true God. How about we look back at our other verses from the previous missions and see if our truth sleuths remember those. What about mission 001? For none of us lives to himself, and none of us dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. Romans 14, 7 and 8. Now, Miss Karen, do you remember the one from last mission? It would be Psalms 86, 8 through 10. I sure do. Truth Sleuth, say it with me if you remember it. There is none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. All the nations you have made shall come and worship before you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name, for you are great and do wondrous things. You alone are God. Psalm 86, 8 through 10. Truth Sleuths, y'all are doing a great job memorizing God's Word. I'm so impressed. Exactly. Let's go over this week's verse one more time. 2 Corinthians 13, 14. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. 2 Corinthians 13, 14. It's the part of the show where we open up the True Sleuth Vault and take a look at another one of our exciting special agent stories. Our story picks up. It's in China, about a hundred years ago. Special Agent G has been called in to deal with a prison riot. The ringleader of the riot is in the middle of the prison yard, surrounded by prisoners, and he's holding a large knife. The governor has called Special Agent G to go in and disarm the leader and take back control of the prison. Now, what was Special Agent G's special skills? Was Special Agent G a former Army commando or an international karate champion? No. Special Agent G was less than five feet tall and was a housemaid from London, England. How did she end up in China in a prison riot? Well, let's take a look at it. Special Agent G grew up in London and had to quit school at the age of 14 to help her family. As she worked as a maid, she felt like the Lord was calling her to the far-off land of China. Acting on that, she applied to be a missionary and started taking a missionary training course. At 28 years old, she was not a great student. In fact, the course told her she would never learn Chinese and told her that she was much too old to go as a missionary. So she decided that if the Lord was calling her, she was going to have to do this on her own. And so she did. She set off on a train ride all the way across Asia until finally she arrived in China. 
She partnered with another missionary that was already in China. Together, they decided the best way to reach the Chinese in this remote region was to set up an inn. That way, as people traveled along the trail, they could stop in at the inn. While there, they could be fed, their animals could rest, and they would also hear a Bible story. In short time, Special Agent G learned how to speak Chinese. In fact, her fluency in Chinese paid off because of the governor he came to visit one day. He asked Special Agent G to take on a very special task. You see, in those days in China, they had a very odd practice. Chinese families would actually hurt their daughter's feet and make them very, very small. By doing this, they thought it made them look like they would be better wives. The government had banned this, but families were still doing it. The government needed someone who could inspect feet. I know, this seems like an odd job, but the governor came to Agent G. He asked her to take on this job of being a foot inspector. It seemed odd that a girl from London would be in China inspecting feet, but she told the governor she would do it on one condition, that she would be allowed to tell everyone about Jesus. So while she was visiting families and checking on their small daughters, she would tell all of them about Jesus. And that's exactly what she did. So she traveled around the region. Everywhere she went, she told people about Christ. She even told the governor about Christ and how, if you believed in Christ, there was nothing to fear because God was in control. And that is how she ended up in a prison. You see, the governor turned to her that day when he told her, go in there and disarm this prison mob. When she said, why me? He said, you've been talking about Christ. You said, if you have Christ, you should not be worried because God is in control. Now it's time for you to show us what that means. So Special Agent G, her heart pounding fast, she nervously stepped into the prison yard and the prisoners looked at her. She walked straight up to the prison leader and told him to give her the knife. And he did. He handed the knife to her. And then she ordered all the prisoners into lines. After the prisoners were upset because they were crowded in this prison, they had no food, and they had very little clothes. Special Agent G could have just turned to the governor and had him deal with the problem. But in fact, she decided to do something else. She negotiated with the governor, and he allowed her to get some machinery to make clothes for the prisoners. Then, the prisoners were able to sell clothes they made. By doing this, they raised money that provided food for them. Special Agent G was responsible for winning many of those prisoners to Christ. But that was not all she did. On top of running the inn, telling people about Jesus everywhere she went, and even selling prison riots, she also took care of orphans. One day, Special Agent G was walking down the road, and a woman had kidnapped a small girl. The little girl looked like she was about to starve to death. When Special Agent G asked about the girl, the woman demanded to know if she would buy her. And so she did. 
for less than $1. That little girl would be the start of many more. In fact, Special Agent G would go on to raise over a hundred orphan children. Things were going well in China until war broke out. The Japanese army had invaded China and they were headed towards her. It was known that if they found a missionary, that missionary might face death and all of the children as well. When Japanese planes started bombing the city, Special Agent G decided her only way of rescue was to go through the mountains with the children. With just a few helpers, she set off with a hundred children into the mountains. They started going through the woods over little trails. They could not use the big roads. You see, Japanese planes would see them. There were times they had to run off the trails as Japanese planes swooped down to shoot at them. At one point, Special Agent G was even wounded when they were seen in the open by some Japanese soldiers who began shooting at them. They traveled long days, climbing through the mountains, carrying children on their backs. Things were bleak. It was a rough journey, constantly being chased by the Japanese soldiers. And then they came over the mountain, and they looked out in front of them, and what did they see? a huge river. What were they going to do? You see, they could not swim across this quickly flowing river. No, the children who were weak would surely be swept away. They could not stay on this side of the river. The Japanese were coming. What could they do? Special Agent G stood there looking at the river. She was worried. If they stayed too long, the Japanese would surely find them. No, they needed a miracle, and they needed it now. Tune in next week, and we'll find out what happens in the story of Special Agent G. Will she make it out? Will the children be rescued? How will God work in this situation? Find out all that and more on the next episode of the True Sleuth Podcast.